In today's episode, we're talking about your why. Why do you want to become wealthy? Why do you want to have wealth? Why do you want success? Let's find out why. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're actually going to deep dive into your why. I think we've touched upon this topic in previous podcasts, but not specifically on this topic. We've not had a podcast on this topic. And I think it's important that we revisit this topic and actually really explore the reasons, you know, why do you want to become wealthy? So if your reason is because everybody else wants money or you you don't you can't come up with the reason, then we've got an issue. So the first thing I want you to do is actually ask yourself, why do I want to become wealthy? And actually, what does def- wealthy mean for me? Do we even know the definition of wealthy? For some people, having a you know a hundred k income a, a a year is being wealthy. For others, having a hundred k a month income is wealthy. And for others, it's seven figures a month. It makes them wealthy, or even eight figures a month makes them wealthy. So, what's your definition of wealthy? What do you mean by you know I'm wealthy? What kind of income would you have to generate? What kind of wealth would you need to have for you to call yourself wealthy? That's the first question. So, you know, where do you want to go? And that's pretty much like if I if I want to jump into a cab, I need to tell my you know the cab driver where I need him to go. You know, that if I want him, if I got a new driver outside and I'm saying, oh, I need to go somewhere. And he goes, well, you know, ma'am, where do you want to go? And I'm like, mm, oh, let me think about it. I want to go to Manchester. And he goes, okay, great. But whereabouts in Manchester? I'm like, hmm, oh, I don't know. And obviously he can probably bring me to some aspect of Manchester, but not really sure where. And I'm not sure if I want to go to that part, right? Um, by the way, obviously I keep using Manchester as an example because I have lots of family there and I was born in Manchester too. <laughs> Just if you're wondering why I keep using Manchester as an example from London. But anyhow, coming back to this idea, you need to know why, what is wealthy for you. But once you have an idea, okay, so I want to be, I want to have a seven-figure business. I want to be generating at least six figures on a monthly basis. Let's just go with that example. Because that's the thing that most entrepreneurs are aiming to get around to that mark. Now, if that's the case, right, the next question is, why do you want to get there? You know, what's your reason? Oh, I want the car, I want the house and whatever. Okay, what will that give you? Right, this is a very important question. What will that give you? What is it? So if I use my own example, okay, I at the moment I I have a Bentley in my mind that I am going to get the Bentley. I'm going to get the Bentley. I'm not very materialistic in many things, so I have to focus on things that I really, really am passionate about. So I love cars, and I you know initially it was a Tesla, but once I hit the Tesla sort of level, I had to upgrade to Bentley because I don't know my my energy decided I don't want a Tesla anymore. I want a Bentley. So I'm kind of on hold to get the Bentley until I reach a particular task. But that's not my motivation. That's not my why. If I don't get mentally ever, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to, you know, break my heart, so to speak. So is Bentley really my motivation? No. Is it my why? 
No. So you have to work out what is your why. Now, being a parent, I think is sometimes easier to know what your why is. For me, my why truly is making sure that I have the money to to provide the kind of lifestyle to my kids that I want to. So I want them to have an abundant lifestyle. I want them to live in a nice home. I want them to go to nice schools. I want to be able to have, uh, and obviously I want to, uh, for me, private education is up the utmost importance. So they go to private schools. And then there are when they go to university, I have the thing that they don't, I don't want them to get debt. I want them to be, be able to provide them the money so they can get their, um, they can you know pay for their school or university education. And then I also want, if they want to start a business, I want to be able to provide them the startup capital to start a business. And if they, you know, if they want some, whatever university they go to, I will probably help them to buy the first home. So can you see where, where my, my wife all goes all the way around and, and just comes back to my children? My why has been from day one about my kids. And I sometimes look back on my life and think, okay, would I have been this successful had I not had children? So part of me says yes, because I did become a, 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 you know, a millionaire by the time I was 27. So that I didn't really, only had my daughter by then. I was only pregnant with my first child. But even then, you know, when I really went for it, it was actually once I was actually thinking back now and thinking out loud while I'm doing this podcast, I only began to, I've been thinking, I had been thinking about becoming a millionaire before, but I really put things into motion and started doing my research and working out investment plans and whatever else once I found out I was pregnant with Myra. So, I mean, things moved very quickly there onwards and I was able to arrange the finance and get things going. And it was incredible that by the time she was born, I already bought two properties and, you know, and then a few months after that, we bought the rest. And so, I you know, became a property millionaire at the age of 27, at the same time giving birth to my daughter. But it, again, if I, and I, until this moment, I hadn't really thought about it. But yes, again, I had thought about it. I, w- I was determined to do it, but I was probably lazy sitting back and not thinking too much. As soon as I realized I was pregnant now, I was having a baby that was going to bring a new life form into the world. My priorities about what my time entailed and what I was going to do and, you know, my in terms of how long it should take me to get to A for me to B, completely rapidly changed. It became almost like, you know, jumping onto, you know, I was walking down to my goal I was walking towards. I was learning about different things and different strategies and different tools and educating myself financially and so forth. But it, as soon as I found out that, you know, I was expecting a baby, it, you know, literally, it's like me jumping on a, in a, on a car and zooming down to my destination, albeit things didn't actually work out in the way they did because I had other blocks. But my motivation escalated. I, I was, you know, I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't rest. I worked extra hard and I didn't want to be employed anymore. I wanted to take different risks and I was willing to take more risks. Now, a lot of people tell me, oh, I've got children, so I can't take risks. I actually have the other way around. I take more risks because I do have children. Because if I don't take risks, how can I provide them with the kind of life they need? Yes, I'm going to falter. Yes, I've made a lot of wrong investments. And my ex probably will, you know, definitely count on that. Even now, you know, it's with my own money. And he still has it, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the audacity to sort of judge me on my on my investments. And I have made wrong investments even now. I mean, investments are, they come with, with the, you know, the price tag. It's a risky investment. And you will lose money as possible and so forth. And nothing's 100% guaranteed. And that's all well and good and said. And that's perfectly fine, right? But my motivation always has been my kids. So you need to work out what's your why. So if you're not married or if you don't, if you are married and you, you don't have children, what's your reason for getting to whatever point? Now, before my children... My, I always wanted to become wealthy because it was the reason, again, wasn't 
for me to have the cars and the and, and the, the house and the jewelry i've never really been into jewelry to be honest it's all even the, the designer clothing whatever it's all nice to have that stuff but it's never been my it's never been my motivation card right it's never been something that you know oh, i want to go and buy a rolex oh i'm gonna buy this car i'm gonna buy this to make me want to stuff the reason why before children you know i i really wanted to become wealthy was to get to the level of my father it was more to prove to my father that i don't need you i can do it on my own and the fact that i am doing it on my own and to my biggest goal was i remember thinking when i was a child was to buy a home opposite my father's in pakistan he's in lahore one of the one, one of the most wealthiest areas gulberg and i wanted to buy a home which would be opposite or near him so that to prove to him that I can buy a property in the same location as you and larger than you and look I've done it so that was my motivation it was always to prove something and that wasn't again if I look if I unwrap that further and I think okay well why was that such a big thing for me it wasn't again my motivation always comes from love so it wasn't to prove to my dad that I can do it it was for my mum to proved to my mom that you don't need my father or you've got me I can do it for you so I remember as a child thinking I'm going to buy this for my mother I'm going to buy that for my mother and it just so happened that I my mother never got to see that side unfortunately she passed away when I was at uni in my um doing my Erasmus year in 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 um in London so you know her biggest goal was to educate me and my brother to for us to have our uh, she we wanted to see us get our degrees both my brother and i we graduated after she passed away and she didn't see either of us graduate which is real a real shame but you know i'm sure she's watching from wherever she is and i know she's seen that she succeeded in what she wanted to do but coming back to this idea so after my mom passed away that goal remained because i thought well i knew that she's watching and i knew that she's somewhere seen it's like even though i couldn't get it for her so that the idea of of doing xyz sort of dwindled a little bit i remember i had to take after my law degree i had took some time out initially because i really wanted to get my head sorted i wasn't sure where i was where i was going it only lasted a few months and i ended up working for herbert smith and then thereafter i ended up taking the new york bar exams and obviously the next year i did the, the once that, that was done i i did the Amer- the the english bar exam so i didn't stay out of the loop for too long but I mean I I but the motivations dwindled a little bit when when she passed away but then I I got it back thinking okay so even though she's not here I can still do it in her memory and showcase the world that her, this you know Sreya Khan's daughter can do x y and z and I'm my mother's legacy so my why has always been for my mom it, my everything I do stems out from love my you know my first motivation was my, my love for my mother and then but it wasn't as strong this is what point i'm going to get into even though i was focused on becoming successful it what because she was no longer on the planet i wanted to do things for her and i completed my education i carried on but when when my you know when my fiance came into the picture the guy i fell in love with that that motivation dwindled a little bit and it became the why became weaker and i and i came off the track so to speak i wasn't as focused um as i was before and this is a very important realization that i had and this is why this episode was born and i realized when i was not motivated when i became um when my why became weak my actions reflected that completely and my, you know and the kind of things i focused on was really really obvious to me 
So, you know, my, you know, once he came to the picture, it was all about, you know, us getting married and having a family and whatever else. And obviously that relationship didn't work out and we, we parted ways. But the point is my why became really, really weak. And why was, you know, because why is my why? Because my, the why was coming from my, the love for my mother. Now, the love for my mother, my mother couldn't be replaced, but it was superseded by somebody else in my life you know, and the love for this, in, in, for this man, for this individual. So I was more concerned with him and our life together rather than my focus on what it is that I wanted to achieve. Keep that in mind, okay? Now, when he came, went out the window and, uh, and um, you know, I was married and, you know, the first marriage and whatever else happened with that, that one, it threw me off again, but it's brought, at the same time brought me back and I became focused on what it is that I wanted to achieve. And it's actually during that marriage that I was able to put things together and think, okay, no, I've got a baby coming. We need to have this in place. And I, I and I really put things together and, you know, within a few, you know, within a, I think span of, a, within a year, we were able to, I was, well, I, was a, I was a property millionaire. I was able to put the finance, the deals and um, get them through. Now, once I, you know, so when I um, separated from him and then it took me a year before I was able to, you know, divorce him, I did that myself. And then, you know, as soon as I divorced him, a couple of months after that, you know, Irfan came into my picture and I ended up marrying him, God, <laughs> out of the frying pan into the fire. But anyhow, even then the motivation remained, but this time it was working through my my partner. So it was, the idea was I would stay at home and look after the kids and he would earn. So I supported him in, in, in us having it again. The motivation being the kids having, well, at that time it was only Myra, um, the, my daughter having the, you know, the private education, having the best schooling, da, 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 da. And then obviously when my son came along, it was also my son as well. So the kids having the best thing and the best whatever. So I pushed him and I, I, I tolerated a lot of his rubbish actually because of the kids. Now, once he and I parted ways in 2016, again, once I got my my <laughs> my emotions back in order, which wasn't until beginning of 2017, my motivation of why I wanted to become wealthy or why I wanted to run a business, at that point in time, it wasn't even about being wealthy. It was just about making sure that I fed my children. And that's it. So my motivation came from where from my why was once again, you know, was motivated by my love for my children. So I, as a mother, wanted to make sure I gave my children not only just food, but best life possible. And I could have done that as a lawyer. Honestly, as, a, as the kind of lawyer I was, banking finance, right? Within a few years, I would be there where I would be able to, you know, financially take care of them very, very well. But the exchange for that would be they've not seen the, the mother for the next 10 years, probably. So then my kids would grow up without mother or a father, which I wasn't willing to... It was a price I wasn't willing to pay. And that's where... Okay, so okay, what else can I do? I'll run my own business. Remember, up until then, I had a, had, I had not had a single successful business because I had toxic money involved. So once I got married to my second husband, slowly, 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 toxic money built up, and I had serious toxic money issues by the time he and I separated. So I had to overcome those first. If you don't know what toxic money is, go and listen to one. Of the, I've done a podcast completely on toxic money. Go and listen to that one. And so. I had to overcome toxic money before I could actually have a successful, even have a job by that time, or a job or a business. But 
thank goodness, I was able to recognize and overcome the toxic money and build up my business, which became really, really, really successful. And I enjoy my business, I have to say. And then I was able to build, go back to other businesses and have, more, have multiple businesses. Now, I absolutely, absolutely adore my business. I love my coaching practice. I love my other businesses as well. For all three, I enjoy the coaching one the most because I get the people interaction and I get to talk about money, my favorite topic. And I also get to do these podcasts and, you know, appearances in other places and so forth. But once again, the motivation for me is really, really strong. And that's my kids. My why. I never forget what is my why. Now, why is this so important? You know, (laughs) no pun intended. But the question is, why is my why so important? Because you're going to have days when it becomes too much. Now, this happens quite a lot. You get to the point when you become, you really feel exhausted mentally, physically, and emotionally. You want to give up. You you know, you think, oh my God, you know, how much more do I have to try? You know, and you will, there is no such thing as as a straight line to to your destination. You're going to go up and down, topsy-turvy, around on the floor and back up again. The journey for an entrepreneur is really, 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 uh, you know, tiring and and, uh, troublesome and with lots of obstacles and lots of backward slides and God knows what else. So you're going to have loads of these issues or, t- or times when you feel like, am I doing the right thing? I'm in the right field. Am I even doing enough? Um, and, you know, do I have the capability? And so for the imposter syndrome come in. And all these scenarios, you need to hold on to your why. Okay. And I am human. I'm no different. I'm, you know, I'm not 100% positive all the time. I am a very, very positive person. I have immense faith in divine energy and this is what i teach in my you know the, the book that i've i recently launched thank god it became you know thank god it's been received so well thank you so much for those of you who've read it and left me amazing reviews but this is where in that book i talk about your building your relationship with divine energy and talk about the seven laws of money you know in all my in my all my teachings i talk about building this relationship with god and having faith and i have that yet even with all that faith you're going to have times of doubt you're going to have times when you think oh, i really can't do this anymore i'm really tired or you someone lets you down or your heart gets broken or you fall ill there are so many different times when you are you feel like giving up you you just don't think it's worth it anymore you think oh, do i really want to do this and it's those times, at those times, you really need to remember what is your why. For me, whenever, whenever I feel like giving up, whenever I think this is getting too hard, whenever I think I can't be bothered, my first and foremost, you know, where, you know, thing to look at or thing to think about is, all right, so if I don't do this, where will the money come from? Okay, because the money will stop if I'm not working. Because I'm not the. I don't believe the money just falls into your lap. You do have to take action. Albeit, I don't believe in hustling. I think you take inspired action. So if I stop taking inspired action, if I stop doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and sometimes you do something which you are inspired to do, and yet it still falls flat on your face, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. You know, you sometimes you have to you have a lesson to learn that in that in that scenario. But the point is, if I don't do this, who will? If I don't do this, how am I going to pay you know, my, my kids' school fees? Yes, the father pays at the moment for, for the son's school fee. I pay for Myra's and that's the only thing he's paying. But what if he decides to not to pay tomorrow? I should be in a position to be able to pay too. What happens to my kids if I can't you know, pay for um, the house that we live in? Because the father doesn't pay, I do. What if you know, I can't pay for the car, whatever. The kind of lifestyle my kids have, what if I can't provide it tomorrow? That keeps me going. So I I don't believe the money will run out. But if I stop taking action, well, 
money has to find an alternative to get to me and that's going to take a long time and I can't be waiting for that long, right? So this is where you have to think, okay, why do I need to carry on? What needs? What do I need to do? You know what you have to do. You know we need to take inspired action. Inspired action, not hustling. We're not going by Gary Vee's route. We're talking about inspired action. But you still have to take action. You still have to move forward. And at times you don't want to. At times you can't be asked to. At times you're just so heartbroken. You're so devastated. All your personal life takes comes in and you know your friends or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mother or your father or someone you know dies or someone else happens or something really really cruel happens yet you have to persevere you have to carry on moving how do you do that this is where your why comes in people know your why this is so crucial so crucial and understand and unwrap what is your real why okay I promise you, if you listen to this, if you're listening to this podcast, then your why is not money. Your why is not that car. Your why is not that house. It's going to be something deeper. Look deep within yourself and work out what is your why. For me, my why has always been love. It used to be the love for my mother. It's now the love for my kids. What's your why? What's pushing you forward? I people see me and they think I'm very motivated and I'm very, um, I'm very active and I'm, I'm a self-starter. Bloody hell, yes, I am. I absolutely I am, and I own that. Reason why? Because I have such a big why. Before I used to be my mother, and that's why I studied so hard. Now it's my kids, and that's why I work so hard because my kids need me, and I want to give my kids a certain lifestyle. Yes, they can go to state schools. Yes, they don't have to have the kind of clothes they do. Yes, they don't have to have the kind of lifestyle they live, but I want to give it to them. Do you know what I mean, right? It's more important for my kids to go to their private schools than it is for me to have a Bentley any day. Hell, any day right? I'll walk to, I'll walk everywhere if need be. You know, I don't need to have a car for that matter. I do have a car and I have a very nice one. I have a, a Mercedes, but can you see, and in, in, there was a time when, you know, when there was only so much money that was being given to me by, by Irfan, I chose to have an old car while paying Myra's school fee, Myra and school fees. I, I chose to have an old car while they had, uh, you know, they were going to those schools. And I, I said multiple times, I will sacrifice my life just to make sure that my kids are taken care of. But then that's my why. What's your why? What motivates you? What keeps you going? And I want you to really unpack and know that. Why? Because you're going to need it. I promise you, on this journey to wealth, you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to have times when you're like, oh, I can't be asked. You know, why am I moving? What am I doing? This is enough. I'm comfortable now. No. For you to get out your comfort zone, for you to move forward, you need to know your why and be, know it inside out. And if any time you forget, maybe write a piece of paper and have it on, on, you know, near you. If any time you forget, look at that why. Think about that why. And that will keep you going, keep you moving forward. Okay? I hope today's episode was inspiring for you and made sense to you. I do share my personal life quite a bit. And it's for one, for you to see that I am a work in progress. Of course, everyone is. But secondly... You know, I think that's the best way that I can relate to you so you understand where I'm coming from. This is a money mindset podcast and I want you to make as much money as you desire. I want you to have long, a big, you know, big dreams and big aspirations. But I also want you to be very, very grounded and know what you truly want. From the people that I've spoken to, yeah, they may want nice toys and nice car, nice house and whatever. For me, toys is always, always, always my car. So, you know, you know, the more money I'll make, I'll probably have a, a, a line of, you know, <laughs> um, a line of um, vintage cars. Actually, I'm I'm into vintage cars as well. Um, but anyway, another story of another day. But, you know, those are nice things to have. And of course, you know, when I'm at a certain level, I will have the £10,000 watch and, um, and, you know, drive my Bentley. But those are the nice perks. That's the icing on the cake. 
that's not my motivation. If I don't ever buy, I've never bought a £10,000 watch. If I don't have it, I don't really care. I've never driven a bit leaf. I don't I never have one. I don't care. But I do care to make sure that my kids are taken care of because that's my why. And I never forget that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do, please do leave us a review on um, iTunes. And if you do, take a screenshot and send it to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com. And we will send you over our Million in the Mirror meditation for free as our way of saying thank you for, uh, for supporting our podcasting journey. Well, until the next time you meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.